morning, good afternoon, or good evening. Today is Monday, January 25th, and you are listening to Rocket City Lift. everyone, welcome back to Rocket City Lift. I'm Tara Bolcher. And I'm Brett Goodman. We come to you three times a week and try to bring a bit of a spiritual lift to your day. We look forward to getting in our text today from the book of Hebrews, but before we get to that, let's have a moment for prayer. Let us pray. Jesus Christ, you are the healer of this world. You lead us towards redemption. You teach us what grace is. You show us mercy. You touch us with love. May we be on the lookout for these things and recognize them and cherish them in our hearts. We pray this in your name. Amen. Amen. Our lesson today comes from the 11th chapter of Hebrews. And if you remember, the 11th chapter of Hebrews is sometimes called the Hall of Faith. Faith. Um, It's a list of the people who have carried the faith through the ages. And this verses 32 through 40. This is the very last of that chapter. The Apostle Paul writes, And what more should I say? For time would fail me to tell of Gideon, Barak, Samson, Jephthah, of David and Samuel and the prophets, who through faith conquered kingdoms, administered justice, obtained promises, shut the mouths of lions, quenched raging fire, escaped the edge of the sword, won strength out of weakness, became mighty in war, put foreign armies to flight. Women received their dead by resurrection. Others were tortured, refusing to accept release in order to obtain a better resurrection. Others suffered mocking and flogging and even chains and imprisonment. They were stoned to death. They were sawn in two. They were killed by the sword. They went about in skins of sheep and goats, destitute, persecuted, tormented, of whom the world was not worthy. They wandered in deserts and mountains and in caves and holes in the ground. Yet all these, though they were commended for their faith, did not receive what was promised, since God had provided something better so that they would not, apart from us, be made perfect. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks Thanks be be to God. God. Tara, if the Apostle Paul is trying to sell someone on being in the family of faith, (laughs) this is certainly an odd list to accomplish that. What are we to make of this passage and the list of difficulties it, it presents? You know, Brett, it's interesting. I have traditionally read this passage and heard all about the difficulties, but I'm looking at it now, and the first part of it is about the incredible and amazing things people have been able to do Mm -hmm. through faith, the conquering of kingdoms, the administering of justice. And so I think there is both a you can do more than you ever imagined and it can be more incredibly difficult than you ever imagined. And so this list, I think, for people of faith um, should come as a comfort that they are not alone. And it should also come as a warning, I think. Suffering is a part of faith. I have a friend who um, he decided to go to seminary and his parents were Korean. So he was first generation 
and he came to them and he said, uh, I decided to go to seminary and he thought they were going to be so happy. And his mother looks at him and she nods and she goes, good. It's good to learn to suffer. And he was like, what? <laughs> that is ominous. <laughs> yeah, but I know what she means. Yeah. It's good to do the hard thing for the right reason. Mm-hmm. What do you think? Have you ever been sawn in two? Yeah, not <laughs> yet. Not yet. <laughs> the day's not over. The day's not over. Um, and yeah, you know, just to poke a little fun at, at, our, at our question, I mean, I don't think Paul's trying to sell Christianity. I know. I wrote the question. Um, he's, he's explaining what it's like uh, to, to follow Christ. Uh, and in that, there is resurrection. Yes, he's not trying to sell, but I do think he is trying to bolster the faithful. Yes, yes, okay. yes. yes. He's, he, he's, he is showing us that uh, there is hope yeah. um, in the midst of... Uh, these really terrible things that are happening. Uh, our our men's Bible study is going through the story of Joseph right now, uh, mm-hmm. which I think is perhaps the greatest story in world literature. Um, and Joseph spends a lot of time in prison uh, mm-hmm. and a lot of time in jail uh, and is sold by, like, these really, really... Um, horrific things and because it's such a quick story sometimes we're able to skip past that where yeah. if it was a novel that would be you know three quarters of uh-huh. the book his time in jail <laughs> his, and- his time in jail and, and and the difficulties of that uh but even in the midst of prison the midst of being sold by his brothers in the midst of um being in a foreign land uh god's working in the midst of that uh that it's really the first time that we see God working outside of the promised land, of that God is the Lord of the whole world. Um, it's not just a sequestered part. And that's what we're seeing in, in this part is, is it's all facets of life. It's, yeah. it's not just the good. It's not just the bad. But God is, is ever present in all facets. You know, it's funny. I um, I like to read, um, like I read Harvard Business Review and a bunch of other stuff. I love to hear what successful CEOs say about how they live their life or do their day. But it occurs to me that we ought to really be looking at someone who has suffered, hmm. like someone who has suffered for a very long time and ask them the question, how did you do it? Where do you get your hope from? That's probably more faithful and important than I get up at five every morning and do whatever. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know? yeah. Yeah, we have the, um, that's a really fascinating question. The only one that I can think of, think of off the top of my head is um, uh, Victor Frankl and mm-hmm. the man's search for meaning. And even letter from a Birmingham jail. Yeah, very true. Right? Very I mean, true. there are those kinds of things where, um, yeah, where, you, where there has been some suffering and there's a deeper meaning. It, it seems, I mean, even in this scripture, um, those those people all named at the beginning: Gideon, Barak, uh, Samson, Jephthah, uh, David, Samuel. All of those those are all dudes. All those dudes went through uh, immense pain in their life before we get to the, all those um, wonderful things and conquering kingdoms, administering justice, obtaining promises. You know, uh, Gideon was scared out of his mind. <laughs> uh, um, same with Barak, Samson, uh, 
died. <laughs> uh, mm-hmm. David uh, was a hot mess. Was a hot mess, um, and was on the run for several years. Um, and the prophets, there's not a single prophet who is like, I am so delighted to share a word of the Lord. Right? It's always difficult. Yes. To shout out where people are going wrong and where they should turn again to the Lord. It's funny, when I have a bad day, I'm like, why me? <laughs> I think the question when I have a good day is, should be why me? Yeah. Right? Pain comes to us all. Yeah. And and the idea that um, that God can provide something better and that is, it's, it, I was about to say, it might, it will look different <laughs> than yeah. your expectations. <laughs> yes. And my experience is when the Holy Spirit shows up, it's also always better than my expectation. So with that, let's close with one of my favorite poets, W.H. Auden, from his book, For the Time Being, A Christmas Oratorio. He says, To choose what is difficult all one's days as if it were easy, that is faith. Hmm. (laughs) Love that. Thank you all for being with us. We hope you'll join us again on Wednesday. Now may each of you go out to love and to serve, to be well, to care for yourselves and others, knowing that the grace and love of God is upon you. Amen. Amen.